Hi, and welcome to the Just Riding Along Show. Hi, and welcome to episode eight? Nine. Nine. Sorry. Episode nine of the Just Riding Along Show. Tonight's episode is going to be a little bit different. Tonight we're doing a lunch ride episode. Uh, that just means that Matt and I are recording a shorter installment just because we couldn't coordinate schedules with Kenny and we wanted to provide you with some listening entertainment. So, without further ado, tonight's topic is gravel beef. Ever since USA Cycling kind of started to get into gravel racing and wanting to sanction gravel races, people have been getting upset about it. And ever since, really before that, uh, when bigger name, like domestic and international professional riders started showing up at gravel races, people started getting really upset about it. And recently, the UCI has said they're going to have a gravel series and world championship. And now people are just like really, really pissed off about it. And, you know, it's not even about, uh, you know, the people that are mad about it. They're not mad because like their favorite race promoter might have to shell out more money or follow more rules or, you know, do something to adapt their race to UCI regulations. It's not even practical, objective things like that. It's that gravel is no longer pure. And I just want to know what the fuck that means. Like, that just kind of sounds dumb for one thing. But uh, as far as I can tell, what that means is you don't want people who race gravel differently than you do to get into your gravel race. And that's like the overwhelming, the overwhelming thing that I have seen is when people are like, oh, he's got aero bars or, oh, they're, uh, this woman's in a pace line with dudes or, you know, people are, whatever, they're using road tactics in this gravel race or their tires aren't wide enough or whatever. It's like someone's coming in, they're racing gravel differently than you are. And you want to keep them from doing that because it's not, quote-unquote, pure. And the counterpoint to that, or not to counterpoint, sorry, the, the add-on to that is, like, it seems like these people are showing up and they are, it seems like these people are showing up and they're saying, like, yo, I don't like the way that you gravel because the way that you gravel isn't the way that I gravel. So it's wrong. And whether that be Jeff Kabush saying aero bars are not right, but like, don't forget that Jeff Kabush, I'm going to get on a soapbox shortly. Like, when we talk about Jeff Kabush losing his mind about gravel bikes, we don't, and, and don't at me if I'm wrong, but like, Jeff Kabush, arguably, aero bars are like one step more towards road than gravel right or towards time trial than gravel but like when jeff raced his open slash yeti commemorative gravel bike in some mountain bike race because he thought it was going to be faster that was fine it was okay when he rode the wrong equipment in a race and he used his gravel bike in a mountain bike race but it's not okay when i use my time trial equipment in a gravel race because i'm jeff kabush and i said so or i like to ride really slow 
and I wear a camelback and baggies and I stop and drink beer and you want to show up and go fast with road shoes on and that's not okay. Like, how are you going to finish this gravel ride in road shoes? Well, I'm not going to fucking walk. I'm going to pedal real hard and the things that are hike a bike for you, I'm going to ride and I'm going to go fast, right? Like, and those people are mad that it's not pure. Well, you can still stand under a bit bridge and drink beer and smoke weed if you want to. Like, I'm going to step off my soapbox and let Andrea keep going. She's mu- she's raced, I've raced zero UCI races, and Andrea's raced some. So, I'm going to let her continue, and then I'll jump back in, because I have another point to make, but for later. I'm going to keep eating my cereal. <laughs> yeah, and... The thing that really gets me here is these are the same people that are like, oh, gravel is this like melting pot for burnt out roadies and it's, you know, for mountain bikers, it's for everyone. Like everyone's welcome in gravel unless you're one of those fast people that wants to use aero bars and ride 30C tires. You can fuck off. It's like some weird fucked up gatekeeping against fast people. And you like to make fun of roadies for being, like, snobby and exclusionary. But then you're going to do the same thing because those people aren't one of the cool kids because they're wearing spandex and riding tires that are too narrow. Right. So, like, when someone fast shows up and they want to, like, stand under a bridge and drink beer and smoke weed with you, it's cool because they're doing it right. And then when someone fast shows up and they're like, yeah, I can go 20 miles an hour for five hours so I can be done in five hours. This isn't a problem. I'm going to carry, you know, four bottles and stop at one aid station and wear road shoes. Suddenly it's not okay because they're not doing it right. And correct me if I'm wrong, which you, you can't, but I didn't know that being fast as fuck and going real hard was a way to be wrong at racing. Right. And, you know, it, like, where where do you draw the line on equipment, by the way? Like, you're on, like, your steel bike that holds 50C tires, and your handlebars are 48 centimeters wide, and when someone shows up on, like, their fast, more narrow handlebar, you know, like, I don't know, 3T... Exploro or something you know like they're not that they're trying to they're trying to go too fast like they're they're trying they're doing it wrong or whatever well I bet you got a GPS on your bike like where do you draw the line on like fancy equipment you want to go back to like old school dirty Konza days like back when it had that name uh, like in 2007 where you got a paper map and you had to navigate your way with a fucking compass and a paper map how about that? Is that pure? Or is the cutoff wherever you want it to be? Like, how, however you define it. So, you know, like, where where are you going to draw that line of what's too much and, you know, you're trying too hard? Where does it go? And the cutoff is going to be their fastest friend or the fastest person that's raced that race for a couple of years. But... When Peter Stetna shows up, it's suddenly not okay. Right. And then another one of the things that I see people talk about is, oh, you know, in this race, 
this guy showed up and all he had was like a single road tube and a CO2 and he flatted out and someone had to go rescue him off course and blah, blah, blah. He wasn't, he was underprepared. How are you going to do underprepared, blah, 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 underprepared? Well, okay, let's look back through your history of riding. I want to see the person who has never gone out and done a shitty job of preparing, whether it's fitness, whether it's equipment, whether it's your repair kit, your nutrition, whatever. Let's see, Mr. I'm bitching about this guy who was underprepared for the gravel race. Let's go and see if you're 100% prepared for every ride and every race you've ever done. That was the sound of someone's head exploding. Also, like, let's go back in time and remember the time that, like, I'm sitting at work and I was like, huh, that's weird. I didn't think Andrew was home yet, but that sounded just like Andrea. And then she texts me five minutes later and is like, I fucking flatted and I don't have a multi-tool and these stupid fucking bolt-on axles. <laughs> so, I mean, like, when we talk about about preparedness, right, let's never forget there was a time, 2012, 2013, I tacoed a wheel on a ride and had to, like, jump up and down on it to get it to clear the frame so I could ride home. Right? Like, we've all been in crappy situations. And if you think that, like, only the people that are trying to go ultra fast are the ones getting in the sag wagon, like, you're out of your mind. I worked Ride the Rockies numerous times. And Ride the Rockies partnered with one of the, like, I think it was, like, Pro Bike Express or something. Uh, Pro Bike Express, they do a thing where they're like, hey, Denver, Boulder... And then let's just make it up like Denver, Boulder, and then, mm, I don't know, St. George. Just, there's an Ironman in California. I'm going to go to Denver. I'm going to go to Boulder. I'm going to stop in St. George. I'll drive your bike there in a trailer. No packing, no boxing. You get a bike, a bag, boom. You get to, like, not pack anything. You just hand me your bike. Two days later, I hand you your bike. Um. Where I'm going is, in Ride the Rockies, a non-competitive event, they would run, the Pro Bike Express had to run SAG. And with SAG at Ride the Rockies, they had to charge you for your third SAG day. Because so many people would just show up, and it's not even a race. Remember, oh, and I don't want to hear, oh, but racers are more prepared. Shut up. They had so many people that came to Ride the Rockies as a party, not as a ride. And they would have to sag so many people that they would have to start charging you after your second sag. So, no one's prepared. And when I say no one, I mean, if you look at a sample of cyclists, whether it be pro athletes, whether it be this, whether it be that, whether it be this, whether it be that, everyone is unprepared at some point. I mean, uh, was it was it Vanderpool or... Uh, yeah, it was Matthew Vanderpool this year. He had like 50K to go, and he attacked the breakaway. And his sole reasoning for attacking was, I was too cold. I needed to go harder. So he, we have a pro road racer that's like at the top of their game, and in a road race, they didn't have the right clothes on, and they had to attack because they were too cold. They just had to ride as hard as they could to stay warm. So no one's prepared. Right, and then... 
another thing that I see all the freaking time. Another one I see is gravel isn't about being the fastest. It's the experience. So here we go again with the gatekeeping. So you're saying you're going to police these people's goals. Some people have the goal of going out onto a course and riding it as hard as possible in hopes that they are the fastest person out there. And that goal is no more important than yours. Yours is no more important than theirs. So just because someone isn't saying, I want to go and just finish, and I want to have some kind of life-altering experience and have some kind of existential crisis along the way and overcome it and become a better person on the other side. And if you don't have that goal, you're not doing it right. Why don't you just fuck off with that? Like, people go to bike races for different reasons, and it's not your place to tell them that their reason is right or wrong. So, Matt, do you have anything else to add to it before I wrap it up? Yeah, I just want to remind people, and and I'm going to use an example of a race that doesn't exist anymore. Only because that race doesn't, uh, never fell to any UCI stuff. But if you think that UCI having XC mountain bike racing changed Silamo's revenge, you're, you're, you're just being obtuse. That's the only way to put it. Like, there's no, there's no way to say that UCI ruined. Okay, now I'm really tall. I can say that the UCI has hurt road bikes with their front center rule that has no anthropomorphic um, anthropomorphic accommodations or um, exemptions. So if you look at really big road bikes, 58 to 60, the reach generally doesn't grow much because of the UCI front center rule. The stack just gets taller. So I run long stems, and I cannot lie. So what I wanted to, like, get at is just saying that like the UCI introducing itself into something ruined it like I'm gonna say this like road racing really isn't that fun road racing you either love it or you don't there is no I road raced for fun no that's doing that's doing a charity ride you do a charity ride for fun and you're probably you no no you didn't you were a passionate road racer that had fun road racing no one does a road race for fun right because peter stetna could show up to a gravel race and peter and alex house and taylor ladine and let's just throw in some other like fast people um like let's say that peter and alex house and lachlan morton and just to throw in some more names like Taylor Finney, like they show up to have fun. They just go really fast. And like with road racing, no one shows up. Oh, I'm just going to finish. I just want to finish. No, that road racing isn't like if you want an accomplishment, you sign up for a charity ride in road racing. Gravel racing doesn't have charity rides. Gravel racing has racing. There's only gravel races. And if you are upset that races have racers it sounds like you're having a problem with racers but you yourself are a racer because you've been participating in gravel races and if you think the uci having gravel racing 
is going to change how you go out and ride your 50 millimeter tired, 55 millimeter wide, 90 degree flared handlebar. It's not going to. It, and, it, and if I'm wrong because my gravel bike has 42 centimeter bars and 35 millimeter tires, you're wrong. Because I ride my gravel bike on a gravel road because anytime I leave my house, I have to ride gravel or I'd have to just fucking carry my bike. So I, I'm so, it's such a boring and tired argument that the UCI starting to govern a handful of races is going to change the spirit of gravel. It, you need to try harder if you want to be mad about something. You need to find something better and more realistic to be mad about. Right. I mean, be mad about stuff like, I don't know, dumb rules like the UCI front front center rule. Be mad about that kind of thing. Be mad about things you can measure. Don't be mad that someone has a different goal than you. Don't be mad that someone rides different equipment than you. Don't be mad that someone is going out and being faster than you on the race course. Or they're faster than your local hero. You know, like some domestic pro showed up and they beat the shit out of the guy that usually wins the gravel race. And now you're mad about it. Get over it. You know, anytime you start offering prize money, this is a little guideline for you. So if you want to avoid anything where fast people are going to show up and use road tactics and ride really light equipment that might break, um, any of that stuff. Don't do any races that offer prize money. Because when you start offering a good bit of prize money, that's when the really fast people show up and they start treating it like a road race on gravel. And if you don't like that, don't go to those races. If you don't like the UCI governing gravel races... Don't go to the UCI races. Pretty simple. Just remember rule number one. Don't be a dick. Good night. Thanks for tuning in to the Just Riding Along show.